We made it, guys. We actually made it. We are in March. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Sorry, this is a celebration for pretty much everybody in the world right now, especially if you live in a country that's been <sighs> drastically locked down. No schools open. Nowhere to go. It's cold outside. It's dark. Hey, it's been depressing. So the fact is now March and we can see the light. The light is shining brighter at the end of the tunnel because the kids are going back to school next week like you know and it's just so good and it's like so close you can just touch it that's how it feels let mommy talk episode 14 hello <laughs> let me start with an intro hello welcome i'm lynn for those who know me well you might call me Linique, and this is my podcast and it's called let mommy talk so for anyone who's new here a quick explanation let Mummy Talk is a podcast for ladies, mums, and you know what? I'm going to start including the dads, okay? Obviously, it's aimed at the women, but there are dads listening, and I'm learning that more and more each week as I hear from new people. So big up yourself if you're listening to this and you're not a woman. I mean, cool. You're welcome. Everybody's welcome. This podcast is primarily about... <sighs> finding ourselves again that sounds so deep but do you know what I mean like those who know know when you become a mum you can lose a bit of who you are and um you know like Jesse J says don't lose who you are <laughs> something like that anyway yeah you lose a bit of who you are not for everybody but for many many people so this pod is about trying to find that again find a little bit of space for yourself time to focus on you and get back to who you used to be before becoming a parent and having all of your time sucked away from you by your children in a good way, of course, but also it has its effects, doesn't it? And this podcast is about everything and anything that matters. And when I say that, I know it's subjective. I get it. But it could be culture. It could be relationships. I like to talk about relationships a lot because I love love. So yeah, relationships, love, culture. It can be parenthood because this is a parenthood podcast for the most part. Like you'll hear me talk about children and issues relating to women and families a lot because it matters and I care about it and I hope you do too and most importantly actually like above everything else it's about happiness and I just feel like I want everyone to be happy in it I know I'm a soppy girl I've got a tough exterior but I'm actually quite soppy and emotional and I genuinely want everyone to find whatever it is that makes them feel alive and makes them feel happy so this is my happy place and I really hope that it will become yours too if it's not already and I recognize that for many listening to this podcast you guys, this is like your weekly, not weekly now, but fortnightly escape to hear my voice in your ears and just have a bit of time to think to yourself. And I know I've been told that many of you grab a cuppa, you grab a cup or a glass of wine and settle down to listen to it. And I love it. I love that. And even if you're not settled down and you're driving to work or whatever, I'm just grateful to have your ears, man. So welcome to episode 14. How are you feeling today, mommy? Do you know what? I'm feeling good today. The last two weeks, basically, it felt really, felt extremely hard. Reason being, I think just being at home with the children all day, every day, and homeschooling my my both my children, but more um, more so my older child who's six. And uh, yeah, it's been intense. It's been super intense. And I think when you get no breaks from it, it just oof, oh child. <laughs> You you walk a, a very thin line between sanity and insanity when 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 you're when you're having to deal with things like this like a pandemic, uh like being at home but oh mate being stuck in the house kids oh it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot so I am so thankful so so thankful that they're going back to school like honestly 
I pretty much skipped across my living room when I heard that announcement on the telly. I was like, get in, son. I'll be dropping them to school and having the biggest smile on my face. So mummies, if if this also relates to you, I know you're going to be feeling sweet. And if you're not yet a mum yet, do you know what I realise? There's a lot of people who listen to this pod who aren't mums yet, but some of them may be pregnant um, and soon to be with child. (laughs) And they're listening to try and get like, I don't know, some tips or just some insight into what life is like. It's bloody marvellous. Motherhood or fatherhood, if you're a man, is absolutely marvellous. But it's not without its challenges, as with anything in life, right? So, yeah, this this pod will give you a good insight into some of those challenges at times. So, uh, so yeah. Let me tell you a story about one of the many, many reasons you will love being a parent or if you're already a parent, then you know. Your kids do not hesitate to embarrass you any place, anywhere, anytime. They have no boundaries. They don't care if you're in the middle of a supermarket and everyone can hear, they just don't, they don't care. Yesterday, my daughter and I were stood in a shop and we were in a queue and there was a lady in front of us. (laughs) And my daughter, I'm juggling because she's such a little madam. My daughter tapped me and she's like, mummy, and I, you know, when you don't mean to, but you kind of subconsciously ignore them because your head is in other places and you're looking around the shop to see what's going on, trying to be conscious of people breathing on you and that kind of thing. So I kind of ignored her, basically. So again, she proceeded. Mummy, mummy, pulling up my coat. I was like, what's up, darling? What's, you okay? What's wrong? And she went, why is that lady old? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And the lady she's referring to was the woman in front of me in the queue. And the thing with my daughter, right, for anybody who knows my darling Callie, she doesn't speak quietly. She has, naturally, she has a very loud voice. So when she just talks normally, it's loud. But she chose to really project it. The lady turned around and you know, and your eyes meet and all you can do is a very nervous and apologetic smile. That's what I did. Because she was old to be fair, but she didn't need reminding of that by my three-year-old daughter with no filter. That's what's to come, guys. <laughs> Brace yourselves. <laughs> Anyway, I hope you guys are well. I hope you're blessed. Okay, so what else has been happening in your lives? We can look forward now. We can make plans somewhat, you know, knowing that lockdown's easing gradually. Restaurants, shops, bars, all that will be opening in the next few months. We can hopefully look forward to having a summer. What are you loving right now, mummy? Oh, what am I loving? Do you know what? I'm loving a lot right now. I am. I'm loving, um, I discovered a couple of new artists on YouTube. That's how I discover music nowadays. And I discovered an artist by the name of Kiana Lede. Now, if you know about Kiana Lede, then you already know the vibes, okay? Vocally, oh gosh, her voice is amazing. Like, But you know them artists that get you in that mood music? Do you know what I mean? Like them ones that get you in your feels. It's that, it's, it's the feels, emotional kind of music. Like I'm all about it. I've always been about emotional stuff, which is why I love slow jams and R&B. What I'm also loving is the fact that I started therapy. So you guys know I'm a big advocate for mental health, like massive advocate. I think that passion and love came from someone I'm very close to going through a serious, serious bout of depression. And it really opened my eyes to the importance of mental health, which I know it sounds silly because you should know anyway, but sometimes it takes someone close to you to um, open your eyes to something. And that's what happened. So since then, and also since my my own kind of decline in mental health at times with, uh, yeah, motherhood, because it does, it does get you down sometimes. It's a lot. It's, it's all consuming. 
that's I think the best way to put it as I keep saying it's amazing don't get it twisted it is amazing but it's also all consuming so anyway yeah going back to my point about mental health I actually started I've mentioned it before but I was due to start therapy with a company called Black Minds Matter now these sessions started two weeks ago whoop whoop so essentially I've got I think 12 12 sessions of therapy so beautiful because in times like this when people really need therapy and counseling and this kind of thing more and more because mentally a lot of people are suffering it's 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 expensive you know to do it privately it can be really expensive but this company offer it free of charge because they are able to do so because of sponsors and, and donations and whatnot so I started my therapy and lordy lord oh my gosh you know you kind of feel like no this is bothering me a little bit but it's not that deep I'm okay and then you have a therapist if you've ever been in therapy you will know you will fully relate to what I'm about to say but like this is the first session I'm like hi mm-hmm. yeah I mean I just sometimes feel a bit stressed you know blah 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 therapist what would you say it is that's stressing you <laughs> it's everything I can't cope. <laughs> basically that was me that was me I mean I will blatantly admit that I was it was the day before I was due to come on my period so my hormones were all over the gaff right and that didn't help but oh my gosh I was an emotional wreck I didn't I didn't realize so much was going to spill out I just kept thinking what must she think of me but it doesn't matter about all that so it was real it is what it is I obviously had a lot of things that I needed to kind of discuss and get off my chest and I did so you know I did so and it just oh I always say it but talking is therapy and having a good therapist or a good counsellor who knows how to respond you know because some there's different types of therapists some of them just listen and they try to get you to find the answers and it's more about questioning you and probing you and others are you know when they're more counsellors they kind of respond and give you answers or solutions or ways in which to work around your problems and she's a bit of both she's a bit of both but she's great it's just like a warm comforting friend on the other end of the phone the massive benefit of therapy if it's a friend or a family member I don't want to bother them or burden them with me moaning about how rubbish I might feel that day if I've had a crap day I don't want to be like oh yeah it's rubbish oh I feel like this I feel like that so the benefit of a therapist is that you don't have to worry about burdening them with anything it's their job and they're trained they're professionally trained to handle and manage these kind of situations so there's no burdening and that's what's beautiful you get to lay all your problems down have someone listen understand respond accordingly and then when they go they go there's no judgment they don't know you they're non-judgmental and it's it's a beautiful thing so yeah I'm two sessions down and to be fair I just feel sweet that I can say I was talking to my therapist like I feel like <laughs> I've already grown when I say it I know it's very pathetic what are you watching on growing up tv mommy oh telly 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 oh I've been watching some juicy things to be honest I really have now for those who haven't yet seen Judas and the Black Messiah oh chad you need to watch it it is it is brilliant tell us more mommy so among many it stars daniel kaluuya from uh slim from queen and slim from get out and it stars lakeith stanfield those are the two main characters okay so just to give you an overview it's a movie following the the life and death of the chicago black panther party leader fred hampton who died at 21 when I say died, he was murdered by the police because he stood for black people trying to get equality, trying to get justice, trying to get a better life. 
but it's not just about Fred Hampton. It's also about the Judas, which is a character played by the actor Lakeith. And he was a Judas because he betrayed. He was an FBI informant and I don't want to give too much away, but essentially, yeah, he you, you can't help but be mad at him. It teaches a crucial, crucial part about black history, a part that I never knew. I'm ashamed to even admit that, but I didn't know. Obviously, I know about the Black Panther Party, but I didn't know that Fred Hampton was the leader and he was basically killed by the US government and the FBI because they feared his power, his strength, his leadership. Okay, another one is a Netflix original series called Behind Her Eyes. Now, this is one that... Oh, it's a slow burner. It is. And I want to urge you, if you do start watching it, do not give up on it. Because it is slow. It is, admittedly. And at a point I said to my husband, I'm like, this is a bit long, don't you reckon? Like, it's getting a bit dragged out. And he agreed. But we carried on. And I tell you what, if you carry on, the payoff at the end is sweet. The end is what makes it. It's an excellent ending. It's about souls connecting and yeah it's it's deep if you believe in that kind of thing as well which i do i mean not to the extent they've portrayed it but i do believe in the ability of the soul to do certain things and connect in certain ways that our physical bodies can't yeah i'm getting deep now and the last one i want to say is i concluded the final part to a series i've been banging on about for weeks called your honor oh goodness me i love a good ending i was literally like oh no if you haven't watched Your Honor, I beg you do start it. It's such a good series. And um, the ending is a bit like, boy, karma is a bitch. No, no, no. I said it's the last one. It's not the last one. This is the last one. Okay, so we started watching, by we, for those who are new here, I mean, my husband and I, like he chooses the uh, series or the movies. I sit there with the popcorn ready to go and the wine. But he found a new series recently called Snowpiercer, which is based on a movie from 2013, I think it is. It's a post-dystopian, whatever that means, thriller um, about basically the world coming to an end through climate change type of thing. And it all becoming frozen over and the only people surviving are living on this train. And it sounds really weird. It sounds weird and it sounds dry, but I promise you it's not dry. It's not amazing like the other ones I've described, but it's good. It's a good watch. Like when you're bored at home and bored in the house and in the house bored, you should watch it. And overall, it kind of brings into question social politics, class politics and politics of survival. Okay, so now we've got all of the uh, catch ups out of the way. It's time to get into the topic for this week. And this one's really important really I say that every time I know I guess I just talk about important stuff all the time right but this one genuinely is important especially for ladies we know the stats with regards to cancer and what is it now I think it's one in two one in two people will develop cancer at some point in their lives which is so scary because if you're with somebody in a room right now what it means is if it's not them it's you if it's not you it's them it makes me feel sick and this month, so March, is actually officially Ovarian Cancer Awareness Month. So this part of the pod is going to be dedicated to ovarian cancer. So ovarian cancer or cancer of the ovaries is actually one of the most common causes of cancer in women. And around 6,000 women are diagnosed with ovarian cancer in England each year. Of those 6,000, almost 5,000 are over the age of 50. But that still leaves 1,100 who are not over the age of 50. And you know what's mad? The outcomes for women in Britain who do develop ovarian cancer are worse compared to other countries in Europe. That's worrying. 
Of those people who do develop ovarian cancer, three quarters of women are diagnosed once the cancer is already spread, making treatment obviously more difficult and the likelihood of a bad outcome higher. Okay, so this bit of information may well help you or help somebody that you love. This information could be vital for them. So the symptoms and signs of ovarian cancer are as follows. Listen up. Uh, feeling constantly bloated, a swollen tummy, discomfort in your belly or your pelvic area, feeling full quickly when eating, and needing to wee more often than usual. Now, what's always, I always say to myself, it's really difficult because a lot of symptom checkers and symptom lists and whatnot, the symptoms very much overlap with other conditions, other complications. Those symptoms I just listed, I, I believe they're all pretty much on the same symptom list as IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. So, do you know what I mean? It's like, but I, I kind of feel like it's better to be safe than sorry. So if you have, or if you know someone who has any of those symptoms, it's better they check it and just, you know, just rule it out. In terms of causes, there's no real known cause of ovarian cancer. It's unknown. But some things can increase a woman's likelihood of getting it. And those things are being over the age of 50, uh, a family history of ovarian or breast cancer, which may mean you have the genes that will increase your chance of getting cancer. Hormone replacement therapy. Endometriosis. I have friends who suffer with endometriosis, friends who are in their 20s, friends who are in their 30s. And if you don't know what endo is, it's where the tissue that behaves like the lining of the womb is found outside of the womb. Um, another way, another cause of uh, potentially increasing your risk of ovarian cancer is being overweight. Smoking, lack of exercise, exposure to asbestos. So what can we do? What are the steps we can put in place to try and ensure that we avoid or eliminate or reduce our likelihood of developing ovarian cancer? I guess there's not much known in the way of how we prevent ovarian cancer, but there are things that are associated with a lower chance of getting it. So I'm gonna share those with you now. This one's controversial for me, this first one. If you've ever used birth control, and if you've done it for five years or more so, that is apparently supposed to reduce your chances of getting ovarian cancer. However, the reason it's one that doesn't sit well with me is because the contraceptive pill also has risks, massive risks, risks that are not discussed enough actually. And one of these such risks is the chance of getting breast or cervical cancer. Chances of getting one of these types of cancer actually increases if you take the combined contraceptive pill. So if you take it for a short period, there's not really any change, but those who've taken the contraceptive pill for five years or more have an increased risk of getting breast cancer or cervical cancer. So although they say ovarian cancer is reduced by being on the pill, you've got to really weigh up the risk versus the, the, pros, the pros and cons for it because like I said, the pill is not without its problems as well. Having tubal ligation, which is essentially getting your tubes tied, that reduces your chances of getting ovarian cancer. Having children, so having given birth, reduces your chances of developing ovarian cancer. And breastfeeding, that one shocked me. I was like, huh, what? But apparently studies have shown that if, if you've breastfed for more than a year, it can slightly reduce your chances of developing ovarian cancer. I'm gonna leave it there because it has been quite a heavy one. I don't like talking about sad things, but at the same time, it's life. Do you know what I mean? It's like we have to, we can't hide under a rock. Like cancer is a part of life, sadly. And we have to acknowledge it and we have to do what we can to 
protect ourselves and protect those we love. If you found this podcast episode helpful today, please do not hesitate in sharing it with your loved ones and um, letting them be informed as well and reminding them that this is important. Ovarian Cancer Awareness Month. Let's spread more awareness. Let's talk about it. Let's, Let's not make it taboo. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast and I wish you well. I hope you have a fantastic next week or so until the next episode. And as a quick announcement, I'm going to be changing the day the pod is uploaded. So it will now be uploaded on Wednesdays, not Thursdays. Okay, so take care. And if you are on socials, please do follow me at Let Mummy Talk or you can just use the hashtag. Uh, The website is coming soon. I promise it's on its way. It's on its way. And there'll be lots of handy news articles and stories up there as well for you to kind of join in the conversation a bit more and stay informed on these important things. Thank you so much for listening. You were jeet, jeet, jeet if you made it this far, as I always say. Hug those kids tighter. If you haven't got any children, hug your nieces, nephews, whoever it is that's close to you. Give them a big cuddle because they're the future and we've got to show them that love is all we need. Take care and I'll see you next time. Remember, someone loves you. Listen up. This bit's important. Always be kind, show some love and get rest.